0: the tape for this our main event of the evening we introduce the champion chris the west side strangler bread let's get it all hey guys welcome to the podcast uh i feel like it's been a while since we were here it's been a minute Um, gonna go over ufc paris and then answer some of the questions that you guys had Uh, we'll see how many we can get to and then we'll we'll get to the rest of them you know as the week goes on for the recap of this and stuff like that so um, we'll start with UFC Paris yeah
1: so in looking at it there were there were two fights specifically that you really wanted to talk about yeah so I really just want to
0: go over the co-main and the main yeah and, yeah uh,
1: so Robert Whitaker versus Marvin Vittori um, this is number number one Versus number two, I believe, um, yeah. for the contenders in this fight. Yeah, number one versus number two in the middleweight. Division. They
0: both lost to Izzy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm a big Whitaker fan. I, I like Robert Whitaker a lot. What do you like um, about him? I just he's a he's a good dude. Um, he's kind of falls into my you know my group of guys that I like of Rory GSP, you know Frankie Edgar, the Joe Lozon, you know those, those kind of not cocky, not arrogant, not not, uh, the guy that beat them both. I said, <laughs> uh,
1: I think I said blue collar last time. Yeah. Is that, do you still like yeah. that term?
0: Yeah, for sure. And so, you know, I, I, I think he wins the fight. Um, uh, it's a, it's a tough fight for sure, yeah. you know, but I, I feel like he gets the job done. He's good. All he's good all over the place. Actually wrestles, um, pretty well as, as well. So. I feel like that uh, Vittori, right? He's, he's yeah. uh who was Vittori's last fight?
1: Let me let me look that up for. I have actually It might it have been. Here. Um Vittori's last fight was against Costa, Paolo Costa. Oh Paolo Costa. Um in October of twenty twenty won, so right? He did win that yeah. one. It was a unanimous decision. It was a five round fight though. Yeah, main event um
0: yeah he's tough man he's a he's a really good fighter um he's very confident fighter and I just you know I feel like uh Whitaker beats him I feel like Whitaker beats him for sure on the ground I think he out wrestles him and, and is able to land on the feet you know and, and get the job done and probably goes the distance okay and it's gonna be a three-rounder right is there a co-main yeah so is, yeah I believe I believe Whitaker gets a job
1: done unanimous decision I, I heard Marvin make a comment, I think I saw it on social media, something to the effect of um, that Marvin was on his way up and Whitaker's on his way down. Yeah, that's is a there, fair statement. That's a fair that? statement. Okay. I mean,
0: he, he's lost for the belt twice, you know, both both against uh, Izzy. Yep. And and sure, it's going to look that way at any time that somebody has, has gotten to the title fight and then slipped, you know. Um, who is, sorry... Who has whitaker fought since adesanya
1: let me let me look him up real quick he uh i feel like he he, his last fight was audes it was yeah so that was kevin gustellum and then jared cannonier so he's had some and darren till before that and he beat yoel romero twice did he beat Cannonier? he did he did yeah so
0: yeah I, i feel like he's the number one guy no matter what, like he's always the number one guy or yeah. number one contender. Yeah. Uh, to Adesanya, <clears throat> I would love to see him beat him. I don't. I don't see it happening, but I, I definitely think he pulls off the victory, unanimous decision over Vittori.
1: You know what? Say what you want about Adesanya, and there's a lot to say about him. He's got. He, he can fight.
0: Oh, he he, he can well, fight. Not only can he fight, he is in the GSP mode now, where he is fighting to not lose you know he doesn't want to lose the belt okay that happened to gsp when he got you know however many title defenses in yeah his fights were not exciting anymore um i was excited just to to get it done because i want him to win so bad because i liked him he's my favorite guy always but i feel like uh adesanya has gotten to that that point where he is fighting He's making them have to come after him. He's yep. making them. If you want my belt, come get it. You know. And he's not going after the knockouts like he was. He's not doing anything really like he was. Um, he's, he's. And that's why he's got a lot of decisions on his record now.
1: Was that disappointing for you to see GSP start to fade into that, or did you? I mean. I- so I was super biased because I legit was always my
0: favorite fighter, and so I, I didn't see it like the fans did so people would complain about it a lot and i'm like nah. what do you mean he's fighting the best guys you know he's fighting the best guys (laughs) right and and so it it, i didn't care i just was like on the edge of my seat until he won you know until it was over yeah um but but yes i i was always a fan of his and i i feel like looking back now he definitely did uh he definitely did put it in cruise control you know a lot and and just kind of get the job done and that's what i feel like Izzy's doing now
1: talking about whitaker whitaker has already fought Izzy twice in the past three years he's yeah. the number one contender Assuming, i was not
0: the first one in melbourne no kidding yeah 8 a.m oh yeah you, oh, <laughs> it was 8 a.m awful <laughs>
1: what, what does the ufc do at this point if if whitaker defends his what i'll call defending the number one ranking
0: what do they do with max and uh yeah just you know, I mean,
1: what can you do? He, yeah. he can
0: only, you know, at some point if he's back to the number one contender spot, they're not going to throw like five or six at him. Yeah. If he's fought his way back there, and that's basically what they're doing now, Vittori is the next guy. Yep. You know, what are they?
1: Uh, Ranking-wise, yeah. Uh, Robert's one and Vittori's two. Yeah,
0: so they're, they're, that's a fight for the belt right there. That's a fight to get to see who fights for the title.
1: Again. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: And if either of them... Do you like one versus another against Izzy? I mean, to
0: be honest, Vittori had a – I think he had a decent fight with him.
1: Let's see if I can pull this up here. Yeah, so um, against Izzy, it was a unanimous decision. It went all five rounds, but that goes back to what you're saying about Izzy having a lot of decisions. Right,
0: and can you look real quick what what Whitaker in his last fight was? Um, I know he knocked him out the first time they fought. I don't think he stopped in the second time they fought and it was a much better fight. Um and he, he was back he was already in that cruise control mode and I feel like Whitaker did a lot better
1: the second time around. Uh unanimous decision yeah. was the last one. Yeah. It did go off 5 rounds and then like you said um, Adesanya took him out in the second round.
0: I feel yeah. like I feel like someone just talked about Adesanya moving to heavyweight. And I was like, Why would he skip light heavy? He already went to light heavy once and lost.
1: His body type does not look like a heavyweight to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's tall. He's very tall, so he could fill out a lot. But I don't know. I don't know uh, that he really plans to do that. But at the same time, like John Jones, when you start recycling the division, yeah, and end up having to fight the same guys, or guys are now going the distance with you that you knocked out yep. before. There's only one way to go from there. Yep. Right. You're. You're at some point. You're going to lose, or you're going to eke by again. You know and, and neither of those are easy fights for him. So I, I feel like he might be moving just for new blood, fresh bodies you know different different style stylistic matchups I don't know.
1: I texted you I think probably four or five months ago a picture of Connor and this was a just yoked Connor that has ballooned up and you're like that's not gonna be good that's uh. He's not gonna help the, he won't be able to sustain the cardio. Because his body's got to feed all of those muscles, right? So transition that back to Izzy. Do you feel like if Izzy were to try to bulk up, that he would suffer from the same problem, or do you think he's built different and he's got a different advantage there?
0: No, I mean it's the same thing. We're gonna find out with John Jones soon, right? Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean supposedly he's he's gonna be fighting by the end of the year, and uh, right. So uh, I guess that's you know we'll find out, John sounds like he did it right he took a lot of time you know yeah. he's been a lot of time doing it so uh and, and like I said a couple shows ago he's he's a professional it wasn't like he just threw on 40 pounds and is yeah. gonna go fight he's definitely yeah. tested what his cardio is like he's definitely you know gone to the PI or something and and made sure that he's in that tip-top shape to be able to fight at that weight so I would imagine if Izzy Izzy did it it'd be the same but why not stop by at light heavyweight and see how you do there yeah, first? Yeah, take a trip. Yeah, you know,
1: just have a <laughs> cup of coffee can, there for a minute. See if you can be the three
0: timer, if you yeah. know, or, or something, and, and and win there first. But he he uh, he lost the the fight there to what's the what's the Blachowicz? Yeah, Jan.
1: Oh yeah, Blachowicz.
0: Blachowicz. That's right. Uh, he lost. That's to him his only there. loss. Yeah, and,
1: and I think that's his only professional MMA loss. And then
0: he went right back to yeah. Oh yeah. yes, sorry. While we're on him the reason i believe he's trying to talk about moving to a different weight class because i don't see him beating the the guy who's who who knocked him out in muay thai twice oh yeah what's that dude's name um i know who you're talking about i always forget his name but but he's next like that's who they're trying to talk about him fighting next or i think he might be fighting him next um and i just think that's a that's a tough fight when you're not a grappler and you're and you're a striker, and you've already lost to this guy in striking twice, been knocked out by him, and now you you're, you're gonna fight him again, but with four ounce gloves.
1: It's Alex Pereira, yes, right? Yes, Alex
0: Pereira. Uh, I just, you know, is that does it? They don't have them signed to fight or something, do they?
1: I don't, I don't believe so. I and heard they announced it,
0: but I don't know if that really is. And Pereira's
1: right. number five, so I I know we we talked before we hit record that. You know the top few You can kind of start Interchanging Five feels like a big jump To go for a 100%
0: title. He would jump Vittori and Whitaker Whitaker Yes To get there Because he hasn't Fought them yet Yep Or uh, uh, they, They've already fought right, For right,
1: the right. belt right. Twice for, for Whitaker Yep um, Who is three And uh, four So Oh interesting So Cannoneer And Vittori Are tied For number two That's weird and then four goes to Derek Brunson. Okay, so they've all
0: fought Izzy, right? Hi. Pretty positive they've all fought Izzy, Hi. and so yeah, I think that that uh, Alex would be next, and you know, I'd be excited to see that fight just because he's probably so mad that that guy decided to do MMA. <laughs> like he walks, he thinks he walks on water, right? Yeah. Like he. He thinks he walks on water in the UFC and MMA, and this guy just shows up to rain on his parade. He's now doing MMA. He only has a few fights, and here he is ready to fight for the belt. Yeah. That's Izzy's belt, and he's knocked him out I, twi- yes. twice. Twice. I feel like that's uh, when people say, oh, that's not in my head. It's
1: 100% in his head. I'm looking here. He has fought Derek Brunson. It was a long time ago. It was four years ago.
0: Cannonier didn't he just fight Canadier?
1: Canadier was his last yeah. fight in July. Yeah. Whitaker, Decision. Vittori. Um, you got Palo Costa, You got Yoel Romero. I'm, I'm, I'm going through Izzy's All resume decisions. right now. Um, he might have finished Costa. I can't remember how that fight He went. did. He TKO'd yeah. Costa. He TKO'd Whitaker the first time in, in 19. Um, but, you're, yes, I mean, the vast majority of them are decisions. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, it goes all the way back to 2018 when he fought Brunson, um, and he's fought Vittori twice actually. He has fought him twice. Yeah, also? Yeah, so 2018, number so. one
0: and number two, he's fought twice. Yep. So that's why I think Alex Pereira jumps the jumps the the line and gets to the belt.
1: Yeah. That.
0: All right. So moving on. Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: All right, so... I love this dude. I, it, it, <laughs> well, Gon or of Tuavasa. Okay. S- s-
0: uh, Cyril Gon's a stud. Um, very good fighter. Um, very, uh, not, he's unassuming. He, he's not a, like a big jacked heavyweight. He's yeah. kind of long, lanky, not super, you know, doesn't look super fit, but he's not, like, s- fat either. Like, he's not a, a Derek Lewis, but he's not a... Uh, who's the champ?
1: Uh, Nganu. Yeah, he's not an Nganu either. Inganu, no. yeah, right. So
0: he's right in the middle of those guys. And uh, <clears throat> but and, and he hits really hard. You know, for, for not being a huge guy, he hits really hard. Yeah. So then you have Tai Chuivasa who we know hits really hard, and but, who has a block head.
1: But he's pretty – I mean, he looks unassuming oh, as well. He's pretty yeah, – He's the
0: opposite looking unassuming. He is soft. Okay. Um, I, I, yeah. looks out of shape. Yep. But, man, can he fight. You know, he made Derek Lewis quit in Houston.
1: Yeah, in his home. Yeah. In his home cage.
0: Yeah. And or, I, don't, I guess he didn't make him quit. He knocked him out. But I think he knocked him out because he quit. Um, yeah, he's, he's entertaining, man. He is, he's winning, right? Like, he's not like he's a, a fat, out-of-shape guy going in there losing. He's winning and, and looking, well, looking good doing it.
1: What is it about Ty Tuivasa? Vasa is it his chin? Is it his striking power? Is it his his heart? Like what? what well, is he it? has
0: both of those things for sure. He has he definitely has a good chin. He definitely has power. Yep. Uh, one punch knockout power. Yep.
1: At, at and heavyweight, does everybody have one punch knockout power?
0: I mean, we'll find out because John Jones didn't have it at light heavyweight. Okay. So we'll see if he's got it heavy. Okay. You know, um, I think I think no. I think at any given time they can land the, you know, the knockout punch because, you know, they're giant, but Andre Alofsky, you know, um, I mean, I guess even he had it at one point there, I guess there's a, there's, there's definitely something to be said for the knockout power of, of the majority of the heavyweights. I mean, even Dan Cormier knocked out Stipe, you know? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. It's all, you know, it's all relevant, I guess the, the size of those guys. But he, oh, go ahead. he gets up well. If he gets taken down, he gets up well. Mm. You know, and that's important.
1: So for our, our, you're talking about Ty. You're yes. saying that. that, And is that, would you say that his grappling is good or would you say that him getting up is his, good? Him, it, his,
0: escapes, his, his escapes, his getting back to okay. his feet, his okay. get-ups are good. Um, and he, uh, and he's, he's actually super solid at it. And without taking too much damage. And, you know, he, he, uh, I feel like Cyril Gon's gonna try and kick his leg apart, you know, stay, stay a little long, kick, use the range to, to kick his leg, um, maybe try to hurt him there a little bit before actually working his way to the body, working his way to the head. Okay. It will be smart. Teeps, body kicks, leg kicks, you know, calf kicks. Yeah, calf kicks, and then stick your jab, but, but stay out of the way of the power. Yeah. You know, um,
1: when someone
0: Cyril gone go the distance with, with uh, Ngannou? Yes, he did. Yeah. So if Ngannou didn't knock him out, I doubt that Tuivasa knocks him out unless he just doesn't respect the power of Tuivasa and gets in there and mixes it up. You know, then he might. But but otherwise, that's a tough call.
1: Cyril was ten and zero before he he met up with Ngannou earlier this year. Um, so he's got a decent. A, Decent no, 10 resume. One, 10 one. He was now he's ten to one. Correct. What's Tuivasa? Fourteen and three. Uh, yeah, still that's a great record. Right, it's a great yeah, record. A I mean, record. I mean, I don't, don't want to take anything away from from <clears> Ty <throat> at all. Yeah. Um, you know, but I, I just, I, and, um, I'll, I'll see if I can pull up what Ty's resume looks like. But, um, when you start eating on that front leg, what does that do to your your punching form? And what does it do to your power when that when that front leg just gets mashed like that?
0: I mean, if they start to land on the calf really well, that peroneal nerve, like we talked about yes. early on, yeah, uh, it can deaden your foot basically, make it so your foot just starts dragging. Um, then, when you put your weight on that foot, you know, and they kick it when the weight's on it, yep, then it really hurts. But if you start to take the weight off of the leg, then they just start chopping you down. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. so it's a, it's a tough it's a tough. Uh, if you start, if they start throwing it to counter your right hand, you know, um, they have to get off center line so they don't get hit with the right hand, but if they do and they land that that calf kick and your weight's on it, throwing a punch, yeah. it starts to collapse you a little bit yep. and start to buckle your knee a little yep. bit. I've and seen
1: it, those where it looks like the knees go oh, sideways. That just looks awful. Chris
0: Gutierrez, uh, who, who uh, he's, I think he's got at least two, maybe three leg kick stoppages in the UFC. Okay. And uh, he's a master at it. He, he will kick that leg until you switch. The second you switch, he'll start on the front of the other one and then go inside and outside, and it just, you know, destroys the leg. I feel like that would be a good plan for Cyril Gon, uh, to just to kind of stay away from the power for a little bit, teeps to the belly, you know, a little bit of uh, front kicks to the belly just to soften him up a little bit before getting in there.
1: The, the casual in me says, man, if you're chopping legs, that feels like a, um, an inexpensive way to win. Um, is that... Yeah. Uh, do you feel... I mean, it's a solid strategy, and you're staying out of the way, but it also kind of feels like, you're like, oh, you know, that that isn't going to be much of an exciting fight, and it kind of feels like you're not mailing
0: it in, but just... Well, I feel like if he does that for the first round and a half... Okay. two at the most, he has five rounds to work with. If he does that for the first round and a half to two rounds... Yeah. ...then I think he has his way with him... Okay. ...with the hands, you know, okay. and he's able to beat him up and, and actually get a stoppage. Okay. Uh, and, and I believe... There probably will be a stoppage in that fight. Uh, going going f- with a five round fight, I think that one of those two guys gets
1: gets slept. Um, so I, we'll see. So I'm reading between the lines. You you just earlier said that you don't think Ty can knock down Cyril Gain because he made Cyril made it five rounds with Ngannou. Yeah. So are you saying then that you're thinking that Cyril Gan <laughs> is going to knock out Ty?
0: It's a tough call. Like I said, like if he doesn't respect him and starts to get into a, to yeah. to some scraps with him, yeah. you know, he he runs a chance of getting knocked out by him. Sure, um, I, I think Cyril Gon can also knock him out. I think Cyril Gon is a more. I think it's not even a question. Is a more technical striker, okay. He's a better striker I was, than I was him. Ask that. You know for sure. But when you're throwing technical strikes, you can also get hit by the person who's not being technical. And 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 a lot of times the worst striker gets the knockout.
1: I think resume is important to include in this. Sirogon 40% of his wins are by um strikes, KO, TKO. Any guesses what ties is?
0: I'm going to go with higher than that. 93%.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Super super high. Yeah. He's basically one you know, he's He has what, the
0: same uh percentage wins as my
1: submission wins. <laughs> 93. 93. Yeah. Um the odds on this one are crazy. I don't know if you looked at Who's it. Who's the favorite? Oh, you you even wonder who do you think is I mean
0: gone I guess is the favorite.
1: Yeah, do you five twenty minus five twenty.
0: Yeah, see I think that's good money on Ty To Plus four
1: ten for Ty.
0: Yeah. I mean...
1: I, I don't know. We've been looking at a lot of them, and I have I know we've seen high threes, and we might have seen something in the fours. I don't know that I've ever seen odds in the fives before, minus 500. Oh, so. yeah,
0: there's been a, a handful. I, I'm
1: sure there have been, but I don't know uh, that there have been on our show.
0: Oh, Luke.
1: Oh, okay, fair enough. <laughs>
0: 2,000. <laughs> he was minus 2,000. We at, went to at, bet on him, and I was like... At fight time? Uh, fight time was like 900. Jeez. Oh, yeah, so I didn't... I didn't bet on that. It Was not worth
1: it. Shouldn't, shouldn't have, should have put my money in Bitcoin. I should have <laughs> put it on him, man. That's that's legit. All right, so so you've got Whitaker in the first one. Did I hear you say you're picking Gone? That's that's where you think. Did I know I, the money's there. Did I but pick someone? I don't know. I'm 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 cornering you a little bit. I think
0: bit. one of those guys wins by knockout. Kay. That's my pick. <laughs> <laughs> if I was gonna bet money, if I was gonna bet money, I would put my money on Cyril Gone. I mean, you.
1: Oh, okay, okay. What
0: I would like to see. Ty Tuibasa win just so I can watch him drink beer out of somebody else's shoe with spit in it.
1: It's just so wrong, man. I just <laughs> don't even understand that. I just I just don't even understand that. I wouldn't drink anything out of my own shoe, let <laughs> right. alone somebody else's. Um Cyril Gons the number one contender. Ty is his he's been a meteoric rise, he's number three right now. Yeah. Um, and if he beats this, it's hard to believe that he's not gonna be fighting somebody at some point for some hardware.
0: He just he just did a little clip. I forget who who he was on, maybe Ariel Hawani or someone, but said he'd like to he'd like to knock out that dick, John Jones. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, all right, all right. right. So but in a situation like that, I'm really curious about John Jones, because I think now he becomes the wrestler that he didn't that he wasn't in, in uh you know, because he can wrestle, he's a good wrestler. Sure. And he didn't use it much in in the light heavyweight division. And I think at heavyweight he needs to use it. But man, wrestling is a lot harder to use as you get older. And it's a lot harder to use in the heavyweight division. Well it'll be interesting to see what he does with those guys. If he really plans to go out there and just kick their knees like he does and, and throw that dirty ass oh, kick to I the hate, knee. I hate that me too. that that
1: sidekick. Yeah me too. Yeah, yeah, that's ugly. All right, so, so hey, if, if anyone
0: can send me a message and tell me why they call that kick to the knee an oblique kick, because these are your obliques. Yeah. So I'm curious of why that's called an oblique kick, and that's what they call it. So if anyone wants to let me know, uh, will we'll read it on... your, Yeah, well, I'll address your answer on the yeah on the uh, podcast next week.
1: Okay, so I didn't hear you. you, you... What I heard you predict is there will be a knockout.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think it'd be Cyril Gone if I was going to put money on it. Okay. But I, or, I'm, I'm the one of those I would like to see Tai Tuivasa win. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's hard not to be a
1: fan of Tai. Yeah, I dig so. that guy. Well, we did... You put out a, a call for some questions. Yeah, we got a bunch of questions, guys. Thank you very much for sending those. Some, some really, really cool questions. We'll start out with a few of them and see how far we go. Okay. Um, William writes in and says, what advice would you have for an older grappler, He says Masters 2, who wants to learn to wrestle for BJJ?
0: Wants to learn to wrestle for BJJ. So as I just talked about and on John Jones, it is, it is hard to learn wrestling or even get good at wrestling. As an adult, yep, it is it is so much easier to have that those motor skills and everything as a, a, a teenager or younger and then continue to wrestle. If you just start wrestling, like, for example, I didn't wrestle for I didn't wrestle and then I wrestled throughout my career and then I didn't wrestle again. And then I Luke was lacking partners and I said, hey, I'll start wrestling with you. And I went through two practices and after the second practice i said hey bro we're gonna have to find you somebody else <laughs> i can wrestle live no problem yeah but drilling to the ground getting up to the ground getting up to the ground getting up getting taken down getting up just beats the crap out of your body and and so in jujitsu i have a high c switch too that i've hit my whole career you know i've done it in, in multiple multiple matches and that keeps me i touch one knee come up and run the double. Um, snap down, snap front headlock, get on the neck, things like that. But to actually train wrestling, wrestling for jiu-jitsu, if you have, if you're not a wrestler, it's very difficult, and that's why you see so many people pull guard. It's way easier to pull, yeah. get, get develop a, a guard and sit. But I don't recommend that unless you're stuck with somebody who cannot take down. Um, but like you know, if you can hit like a high C, a duck, you know, uh, a good blast double leg, things like that, arm drags to the back. Um, that, that prevent you from, that stop you. It's not so much banging on, the, on your knees on the ground, banging on the ground, banging on the ground, because that's what really uh, takes this toll on your body.
1: This may be a dumb question, but I'm going to ask because there may be people that don't know. Um, obviously, I understand jujitsu from the point of submissions and, and, and those types of things where does the where is the line between wrestling and jujitsu when it's in a fight are the takedowns and the arm drags and things are those more wrestling and then the jiu-jitsu is really about the submissions and, and the and holds submission. okay
0: yeah. um depending on what kind of fight like if you're talking about an mma fight we are looking like a a, a good wrestler pick a high level wrestler show him a little bit of jujitsu. yeah he's probably gonna end up in your closed guard beating you up yep forcing you to give up the back and they'll know how to choke you you know um but it's more base better base better position like staying on top you know from wrestling jiu-jitsu you're gonna pass a guard mount take the back you know you're gonna work through a lot more positions um on bottom you're gonna do a lot more to get up wrestlers typically are gonna turn over to get up and get choked from a good jiu-jitsu guy yep um uh, they're just because they they don't spend a lot of or any time on their back. You know when they're on their back in a, in a wrestling match, it's over. Right, it's pin, it's over. Yeah. Um, so you see a lot of wrestlers turning their back to get up, and and we talk about this a lot. You know, with with Luke fighting and stuff, uh, there are a lot of guys who get coached to turtle, the turtle and get up, turtle and get up, turtle mm-hmm. and get up, and you can do that with a lot of guys. You can't do that with him. Yeah. He, turn, you turn your back to him to get up, you're done. You're done, and that's like Damian Maya. Like you can't turn your back to Damian Maya, and get up. You can't turn your back to Jacare. Uh, uh, you know all of those good guys that fought in MMA. You can't turn your back to them to get up. You know they're gonna take your back and strangle you because that's what they do. And so Luke could turn his back to a lot of people and get up. You know I wouldn't I wouldn't shout that out. You know in a fight unless he was in a lot of trouble. You know, as I just turn it back, turn it back, turn it back and come up, you know, but otherwise that wouldn't be something I would call out as a coach. But a lot of coaches will because people can get up and get away that way. Sure. But you're not going to, there's a lot of people you're not going to do it with. You got to know your opponent, I guess.
1: You mentioned that you wouldn't be coaching Luke to do that mid fight unless he was in in serious trouble. I've always wondered this when you watch people's corner and you hear them yelling stuff out to the fighter. How much of that does the fighter actually hear, process, and implement? So I, we may have talked about this on,
0: on their podcast before on Luke or Tyler's, but they do it so well that I have to address it as a question. I have to be like, if you feel like you can mm, do, okay. This, okay. do this, do okay. this. Because if I just shout it out, he'll do it. Yeah, And it might not be, you the know, right thing. I can see it. He can feel it. I might see it first. He might feel it first. It just depends, you know? Yeah. So if I shout out something that is wrong, he's going to do it most likely. Okay. Or sometimes he'll give me the the pitcher catcher and shake, give me a shake off. Like, no. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm not yeah. going to shout out you, again. You know, oh, you 100%. know what's going on. Okay, I'll be like, hey, do this. And if he doesn't do anything, I do this. And he, he just does. Okay. I won't say it again because he can feel something I can't see. Yep. You know, or, or he's just not confident in the position to do it. So
1: that is something, uh, you know, but you can hear. You know, you can hear. Even even in a full stadium? I mean, COVID, I know we talked a lot about this at COVID because I think it was the uh, it was the Aljamain fight yeah. where we talked about how you could hear the announcers. And he's yeah. like, man, I know if I stick right here, I'm good. He's said he's always been able to hear me. Oh.
0: And, and I feel like that's uh, –
1: I could hear you on TV.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I make sure you've got a voice that. Yeah. That, it's deep, scratchy, and I make sure it's directly to him. You yeah. know, I'm I'm here directly to him, so he he hears it. Um, so yeah, you you you'll hear. Okay. You know, you can hear your coaches for sure, unless okay. you're just, especially him, because he fights at a at a even keel. Yeah. You know, it's not up or down. He's yep. just even keel, so he's paying attention. But yeah.
1: So, speaking of your sons, there's uh, a question from Gavin. If Tyler joins Bellator someday, could you ever see Lucas and Tyler fighting? And then, <laughs> and then the money question on this is, if so, whose corner are you in? For one,
0: absolutely not. Um, they, they definitely would not fight each other. They will, not that any of these reasons are the reason they wouldn't fight but number one different weight classes yep um number two luke is going to be hitting the top 10 or, le- or, or or sorry top 10. he's gonna be fighting you know top five guys he's gonna yep. be fighting getting ready to fight for the belt when tyler's debuting yep um so uh that's another reason but no they are they have been best friends since day one um they've had one scrap one altercation that lasted about 10 seconds and uh, they were very young at the time and other than that man they're they homies there they will they' they are the smart version of Nick and Nate. <laughs> they're the smart <laughs> version of Nick and Nate Diaz you know they're that close yeah and will will jack somebody up that messes with the other one yeah but they are yeah they're and they're I- right.
1: The weight class is important, though, because what if they ended up in like these tournaments that you see in Bellator? Well, I'm
0: sure that's why Patricio <laughs> and, and Patricio split weight classes. One, yeah. one either got bigger or was bigger. I don't know, but if they end up in the same weight class, someone's moving, someone's someone's uh,
1: cutting, yeah, bulking, doing whatever, something, whatever doing something, do. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and and if all goes well with Luke. By the time Tyler gets to that point of of Bellator, Luke'll be done. You know, Luke's got a plan. Yeah, and it's to get from here to here. Yep. And it's a wrap. And and that's the point. And and uh, there's a certain amount of money. There's a belt. There's this. There's that, that. That the goal is to get to. And once that's it, that's done. And uh, he's not gonna fight. You know, for forever and take a ton of damage. And he'll be then running this. You know and same goes with tyler tyler will fight to get to the same place so even if they were in the same weight classes they wouldn't be at the same place at the same time so it will never be an issue but it would never be an issue anyway
1: I, when that question came in i i legit laughed out loud i'm like yeah oh, i did i, I saw that uh
0: like warrior did you see the movie warrior
1: the I don't two, think, no. tom
0: hardy and i don't know the other guy's name but they fought each other at the end they were brothers okay and it was a freaking gut-wrenching movie it was sad as hell at the end when they fought each other but and especially as a dad watching it yeah thinking yeah. oh my god you know yeah. but first of all if that did happen i would never be in either of their corners ever even if let's let's say because in that movie the one had a falling out with the dad and so he the dad cornered the other one or, or whatever however it went uh even if i didn't talk to one of them for 10 years i would not be cornering the other one absolutely not
1: so I'm I'm gonna call an audible. This is not what we talked about, but I'm. We've been talking about your kids and, and this process. Um, Mr. Lozano sent in a question. And says, knowing the danger in MMA, what are the feelings about your boys fighting? I mean, you talked a little bit about <clears throat> the friendship that they have. You talked about the you know that gut wrenching piece of it of the movie. Just from an emotional standpoint, watching your kids fight. Um, you know, talk, talk about that.
0: I mean, you can ask my you can ask everybody you can ask everybody at bellator i cry after every fight i cry i hold it sort of while i'm in the cage and the second i'm stepping out of the cage i'm crying um it is just it is the most emotional thing for me because for for so many reasons number one i'm beyond proud right beyond proud oh yeah and and i'm uh i'm emotional person anyway watching like high-level sports things like like olympic you know watching someone win the olympics you know yeah. watching you know anything that i can relate to that you know i'm i'm pretty you know emotional about it um did you cry at rudy the, the country for example okay the red white and blue yeah you know for sure uh and and if you don't like that you know there's another <laughs> podcast somewhere <laughs> <laughs> but anyway uh you know there are a lot of things that that make me emotional when they fight, or when Luke fights, it is, I keep it in check before. Yep. You know, I used, I, I got nervous, you know, I, I still get nervous, but I used to get real nervous before. I, I'm, I'm, I keep it in check now. Um, I feel like I probably bug him the most during training. I text him a lot. Like right now, for example, uh, the reason we're going to Glory, you know, I just do not have the guys here for him, and we've got 450 students and only a handful of fighters, and, you know, he's the best one of the fighters. So he doesn't have a lot of a lot of competition in the wrestling and the jiu-jitsu department at all. So, and that is MMA, the striking part, you're striking, 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 wrestling, striking, 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 wrestling. And so I am, we need to do this, we need to do this, or, we need to go to glory, we need to go to Little Rock and wrestle with the guys, we need to go to Little Rock and train with Bryce, you know, and constantly like, on him and and i may have been you know too easy up to up to a little while ago before we went to glory before we went to to little rock and uh it was all coming real easy to him and i didn't want him to run into those problems in the cage i wanted to happen outside the cage you know and he was just having such an easy way with it but you know i take him to to train with bryce he does great with bryce you know i take him to glory he has a hard time, but he, he does well yeah. with all the all the good guys you know, sure. all the best guys. Sure. And, but it's much harder, and it, it's a, a much harder pace. And so I bug him with that, you know. Um, and so the emotional part of it is probably him him getting frustrated with me asking everything all the time. But it's only because I want to make sure we have no stones unturned. I want to make sure we've, we've done everything really smooth with a map like I said, from start to finish, we know what we're doing. And when anything gets thrown at us, I'm like, no, that's not the way it's going. No, that's not the way it's going. This is how it's going. And, And so I'm able to control my emotions and nerves with knowing that we are very, very prepared. So when it's over, I cry for sure just because I'm relieved it's over. I'm relieved he was okay. I'm super beyond proud watching him shine is unreal you know i talked about another time when we went backstage the first time and it was lucas brennan on the card and then chris brennan and rafael casillas were little letters underneath
1: i was so happy
0: to be that guy yes you know i mean i was so happy to to not it's all about him now so you know it's definitely hard emotionally but i feel like we it, it also helps me stay on edge with getting
1: everything done Correctly, I like how you talked about your name in little letters. You know, it's it's <clears throat> the script has script has been flipped that it's no longer this is Chris Brennan's son. Hundred percent. It's almost like now you're Lucas Brennan's dad. Well, I already had
0: someone ask me if you're Luke Brennan's dad, and I said yes, I am.
1: <laughs> you know, and
0: it's like it is. Uh, that's a goal. I would literally, I would I would give away my whole career and take away all my fights just to be in the position I'm in with him right now. Yeah. Um, but fortunately. If it wasn't for that career, wouldn't, he wouldn't, wouldn't be in the either. position he's yeah. in right now. So it's it's I, great.
1: I heard a cool quote a long time ago that said, uh, "When the time to perform has come, the time to prepare has passed." Yep, 100%. I, Whew, that's a good one. Right? That's a good one, I yes. think that's I think it's, and and what I'm hearing you say is that you're you're really drilling so that when that time to perform is there, you don't have to worry. All that preparation's in the bank, and you're good to go. Right? And
0: he's he's always been driven. He's always been motivated. But he's he's a te- he's a kid, right? Like he's 22 years old. He's uh, he's tired when he's tired. Yeah. He's you know, uh, it's much more appealing to roll with four guys that you can roll up into a ball, you know, and then go home. So it, it's uh, they're not always going to make that decision to go grab the hardest guy and the hardest guy and the hardest yeah. guy. So I'm like, hey, go that guy. Hey, go with that guy. Yep. You know, and and so it's just keeping him accountable. Cool. You know, he holds himself pretty accountable, but I, it's I, I do the same and. And so, as far as emotions go, man, uh, the guy who asked is, is Matt Lozano's dad. And, and Matt was, a, he's my, literally my favorite fighter to ever watch strike in a cage. His striking's just amazing. And uh, he, he's actually teaching the, the striking um, a couple nights a week. But he, uh, so he's had to deal with it as well with his yeah. son. And, yeah. and so, yeah, I, I just. He, unfortunately for him he's not he wasn't the coach he didn't train yeah so I'm able to be involved in it enough to make sure that we've done it all and at this point the only way Luke wins or loses is if someone's better than him yeah you know that's it
1: let's wrap this one up this is a question you were excited to uh, to talk about um, <laughs> Fred jumps in and says tell us a, stank, a tell us a tank story from back in the day so Tank Abbott uh,
0: was a, a heavyweight UFC fighter back in the day um, but before he fought in the UFC he grew up in Huntington beach where I where I was Damn. and he was I think he's a year or two older than my brother which would make him about six years older than me so if I was like 13 how old does that make him like Nin- tw- 19? 19 Se- yeah. senior I think he was probably senior when I was in seventh grade and him and a guy named Eddie wool he's about 300 pounds and and wrestled at 19 yeah in high school 18. uh had a 550 bench press and and he is uh
1: 550
0: yeah yeah he's a monster he did it on he did it on uh on the news back then but he the this guy so tank abbott eddie reese dave thomas paul herrera uh, these guys all hung out together you've heard the hotel story and I'll tell you it again yeah but these guys all hung out together they all got in fights all the time tank bit a dudes lip off at a, at a party right right by the house um, one funny story I'll give you two stories one when I'm young one when I'm old when I'm young me and my there was a curfew 10 10 p.m. in Huntington Beach and we are running from the cops we were out late and the cops rolled up on us and they shone their spotlight. We're running through a park from the cops, me and two friends. We jump a fence into a backyard to hide and tank Abbott and Eddie Wooler are sitting there smoking a joint. And I looked like that and we jumped back over the fence and walked back to the cops. That's how afraid of tank Abbott we were growing up. No BS. We walked straight back to the cops and got put in the car and driven, driven home and, uh, and got in trouble. But, but, they might not have done anything, but weren't going to find out. Like they were, they were literally the scariest guys. The cops in Huntington Beach, California, could not wait for Dave. His name is Dave Abbott. To flinch, so they could shoot him. Like they were, they were that that ready to shoot that guy at all times because he was trouble. He was tougher than everybody. He was knocking out Samoans in bars nonstop in Huntington Beach, and, and so uh, yeah, he was he was a scary dude. Fast forward. UFC 6, Casper Wyoming. Tank Abbott is fighting um, in, the, in the tournament. And he fights and he loses to Oleg Taktarov in the finals. Makes it to the finals. And uh, me and my friend Jeremy, who was, was not a fighter, tough but not a fighter, is we're sitting in the lobby of the hotel. We drove to Casper Wyoming. We're sitting in the lobby of the hotel. And Tank, Eddie, Paul, and Dave Thomas all come walking into the hotel. And it's about 2 o'clock in the morning. And Paul looks at me and he goes, what are you looking at Brennan? And I, I, knew, I knew these guys well. And I go, nothing, what do you mean? And I could tell that they were super drunk and looking for a fight. And he asked me again, and in, in my entire life, my entire life, from a six, 350 pounds Samoan to everyone, I've never turned, I've never uh, backed down from a fight. And I looked at him, I was like, and I looked at, there's four of them and, and tank. And I was like, nothing, bro. You know, I was like, we're sitting in the lobby. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I was like, yep, cool. And they walked away. They turned the corner. They got in the elevator, and Patrick Smith was in the elevator. And they beat the crap out of Patrick Smith up and down the elevator until he left on a stretcher to the hospital. And uh, Tank ended up getting suspended from the UFC for a while after that and and whatnot. But, yeah, it was. Uh, I just knew, number one, there was it was a lose-lose situation. But it wasn't a lose like – you get beat up by a couple guys that that don't know how to fight. There are four guys that can fight, um, dirty, super dirty, mean, and and it just was. Uh, I was like, nope, I'm good. Yeah. Have a good night, guys. Yep. You know, yes, I I, I definitely turned that down. And they they literally got 20 feet from us, got in the elevator and, and mm-hmm. uh, just put another pro in the in the hospital. You know, and it was just. Uh, I think he was a bad dude. I think he made the right choice. Yeah. Earlier that there, the day before that. John McCarthy looks at me and he's like, hey, uh, you 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 live around this Tank Abbott guy. You know, this is Tank's first fight in the UFC. He goes, What do you think? And I said, Man, honestly I don't know that he has skills for this, but I know he knocks people out bad in the street fights. You know, he he has a he has a really heavy, heavy hands and knocks somebody out. And sure enough, the fight takes place, his first fight takes place. He knocks out John Matua, who's a, a Samoan who's seizing on the ground, and Tank stands over him and goes like this and makes fun of him. Oh. And John McCarthy looks at me, and I go, <laughs> like, I told you.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, it was, uh, that was his intro to the UFC. Good stuff, man. Good Crazy stuff. stories. Should we end it there?
0: Yeah, man. Let's come back next week and give the recap of the two fights that uh, we went over. Yep. And, uh, and then we'll we- Gotta we'll send some more questions, and we'll continue <laughs> these on all the episodes. Yeah, we that got we can more. Squeeze them in on, and then we have a lot more uh, that already came in that we'll go over next week. Absolutely, cool, awesome. Thank you, guys. It
1: is all over, just like that.